Hey guys, Jordan Pollock here. Uh, welcome to PCP number 20. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about you know the week's news, and we're going to finally cover um, E3 stuff. Because since I wasn't, I was just like exhausted last weekend, oh, last week after I got back from LA, uh, so we didn't do the podcast, and so we're going to make up for that today. Uh, so it's a little bit longer than usual. It's maybe like an hour and thirty minutes, hour and forty minutes, maybe. Um, you also notice that Sergio is not present for this podcast. Uh, that's because he, he's in New York right now for an uh, improv uh, thing that hit him and his uh, improv troupe were invited to. Uh, he'll explain more about that later in the show. Uh, myself, Cody, and Sergio uh, recorded a quick little thing um, so we could get Sergio's thoughts and everything on E3. So I'll splice that in later in the show when we start talking about E3. Uh, and he'll explain like what what he's doing right now, why he's not here, and all that good stuff. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, but before we begin, ladies and gentlemen, Dectonic. Welcome to PCP, the Pixel Clicks Podcast. I'm Jordan Pollock, and this week's shirt is brought to you by Loot Crate, the original box subscription thingy thing, who we are not sponsored by. As always, I am not alone. The The ambassador for the PC Master is Cody Franklin is here. Hi. <laughs> and he's a lover and a fighter. Shane Carpenter is here. Yay, I'm back to random intros. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the director and improv comedian Sergio Lopez is not here with us today. He's actually in New York uh, attending a uh, improv comedy festival, festival of Thanks. sorts things, uh, which is awesome. Like uh, Him and his improv troupe are in New York performing for a bunch of other improv comedians and, all, and a bunch of other people. Which is awesome for him. I'm really, really happy for him. Um, but you will hear him later in the show, podcast listeners. Sorry for people on Twitch. Uh, we recorded a quick thing with him, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Anyway, let's get right into it. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff that happened this week, which is interesting because it's the week after E3, but still a lot of stuff happened. So let's start with something that's been hurting my soul. And that's the PC version of Batman Arkham Knight is just god awful. Awful. Gawful. Oh my Gawful, yes. I like that gawful. <laughs> who, who, who wants to talk about the awfulness? Cody? PC Master oh, Race? Made, uh, you know, the major thing, of course, was that yeah. uh, it was locked to 30 FPS. Yes. Which is pretty freaking funny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like PC porting 101. And then uh, uh, certain things like uh, rain, shimmering effects on stuff just didn't yeah. exist on PC. Um, for once, we got the worst port. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> With less features. And well, then, uh, it was also... VRAM? I was just getting that, son. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it takes a... 
absolutely ridiculous amount of VRAM. Um, I think somebody said like on the lowest settings possible, they were getting like three gigs of VRAM, which stuff like Watch Dogs got hammered for, costing three gigs on full max settings. So that kind of shows you where things are. Yeah, and, and, yeah. For, and for people who who don't know what VRAM is, it's it's um, virtual rabbits and uh, men. Man, yeah, I assume it's virtual random Dancing access memory. Together. I don't know. <laughs> what's VRAM actually stand for? Video RAM. Oh, okay, yeah, video random access memory. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, <laughs> pretty simple. Should, should be obvious. <laughs> it sounds like basically what happened is the uh, small twelve-man team from Iron Man Galaxies or Iron Galaxies. Iron, 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 Galaxy. Iron, Iron Galaxy. Man, yeah. Wow. Dude, Iron Man Galaxy would be an awesome, like... That would be a good name. Yeah, All like, Iron Mans combined. That, that's like that the, that, that's the new land in, in Disney World. <laughs> Iron Man Galaxies. Absolutely. And it would make more money than any of the other heroes. It would. It's true. It would. It's very true. So, yeah, it sounds like they basically just copy-pasted it, uh, because on consoles you get 8 gigs of RAM to use, so it's okay to use 3, 4 Five gigs of VRAM because hey, we have it. Hi. Whereas on PCs, uh, it's like, no, they don't share RAM. We have this special thing called VRAM and regular RAM. So yeah. <laughs> you can't just decide. Oh yeah, there can, yeah, I can take six gigs of RAM. There's no problem. But yeah, like it, it's funny because um, I, I've I have Arkham Asylum and Arkham City on my PC and oh, like. It's fantastic on PC. I mean, I believe yeah. I was. I think you could pump it up to like 120 frames per second if you felt like it. Like and, those were good ports, but yeah. I think it was because, from what I read, it sounded like they actually ported it themselves those two times. But yeah. This time, they just said, "Let those guys do it. It'll be okay. Nothing can go wrong." Yeah, which which is sad because uh, Iron Galaxy they are the guys who took over for a killer instinct on Xbox One and they did a really good job with it. Uh but for whatever reason they didn't have um the manpower or I'm assuming money to actually do a good port for Batman this time around. It's kinda sad though because thankfully um Warner Brothers has kicked in and started uh, they they first they pulled it off the Steam store and other yeah. stores so they couldn't sell it. And now they have announced that they're gonna start patching it to fix a lot of stuff yeah. in incremental patches before they put it back up. They're not going to put it back up for sale until they say it's totally fixed. And they, the first patch they put out was after only like two or three days, and it was actually fixed most of the issues. <laughs> so it shows you uh, it, not really a major excuse for why it ran so bad in the first place when it seems like it took so little effort to fix. I, You know... I don't know. I always thought that you know when you're porting stuff, or before you know you submit a game to get certified and all that stuff, that people test the games before they actually. Get they released. tend to on. Uncon- that's one of the things consoles do kind of have in their favor is before you can put them on sale, both Mike if on Xbox, Microsoft, and Sony on, on PlayStation. Yeah. They do go through a verification review process, and there's since there's no real main. Uh, Entity for PC, they don't. A lot of stuff can slip through the cracks like mm. that. Oh, like that's, I see. You know, that's been one of the uh, issues with you know, without getting too far into it, with stuff like early access and whatnot on Steam, is that yeah. uh, you know you can pretty much put anything up on Steam. 
because there's no real <laughs> quality true. control. That's so. very true. Look at early access. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but I mean that that sucks. I mean that's that's a huge black mark on on Iron Galaxy for one thing, yeah. and and Warner Brothers. It's also yeah, it's also a black mark for Warner Warner Brothers. Um, oh, it's it's just. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of funny that uh, a, a game this big got borked so badly. And it was really a major issue and really got a lot of attention because this is the first big AAA game that's come out since Steam instituted refunds. Yeah. And I think that's really why they were forced to do so much because in the past, studios could just, you know, fuck it, we don't care. You already gave us your money and we don't give a shit. Yeah. Whereas with... Uh, Arkham Knight, they were getting hammered with reviews Oof. on Steam and getting ab- an insane amount of refunds. And, you know, some people, the conspiracy is that Steam might have told them, like, we're pulling your game. You don't have a choice one way or another because they didn't yeah. want to deal with all the refunds. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just kind of funny that the first AAA release after this just happens to be a dud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> And it made her one at that. So yeah. thankfully we have refunds so that we can, uh, you know, put our money where our mouth is with these sort of things. Yeah, I mean, it, conspiracy theory, uh, what if Iron Galaxy is like, hey guys, we have this deal with Steam, we've got to show everyone that refunds work. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's mess this up. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Iron Galaxy and their killer help on Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct's coming to Windows 10. Bam, bam, bam. But, so only that's, killer, yeah. but only Windows 10. Only Windows 10. It's <laughs> no not exactly the, the best uh, press for them before that comes out. Is hey, this other game we worked on is a piece of crap. Piece of shit. <laughs> you should totally trust us to make Killer Instinct good on PC. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> that uh, didn't go very well for them. Nope. Uh, but hey, Windows 10 exclusives. Yeah, I mean that that that's I like that a lot of Xbox games, well more games from console exclusive games are coming to PC finally. I'm still placing my bets on Halo 5 coming out of PC. <laughs> I I can really imagine that. Like, that would be that would make so much sense. Put the Master Chief collection on PC. Like why not? That, that's one of the things that I mean, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I still was very surprised that E3 that they didn't announce that the Master yeah. Chief was coming. You know, that seemed like the perfect time and the perfect thing to put out to get, you know, Windows 10 adoption rates up and show that they actually do this year finally mean that they are going to support PC. Because, you know, everyone knows every year, Mike, well, we're going to support you guys. Trust us. We've done bad in the past. Oh, yes. And then they never do anything. So <laughs> it would have been nice for yes. them to yes. Fuck yes. your PC people. <laughs> Fun fact, Mickey Mouse is the spokesperson for Microsoft. Yes. Mickey <laughs> Mouse sounds like a freaking mafia guy, okay. Well, the earlier. Watching. It was a weird thing. Mickey, he had a Tommy gun, he shot Donald yeah. Duck, it was really weird. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that during the, the PC conference, during E3, like... Master Chief didn't just walk out on stage like, it's coming, and then just leave, yeah. you know? <laughs> what like, I think that's a UFO. Fine, <laughs> to be honest. It is. 
Uh, I'm being I'm being monitored by by aliens at the moment, but I'm not supposed to. Re- I'm you know I'm smiling and everything, but I'm really scared. But if I do this, they can't tell that I'm that I'm onto them. So it's fine. They don't understand There's English. A gray man behind Jordan with a laser gun, like don't say anything. <laughs> if you say a single thing, we're pulling your sponsorship. <laughs> Brought to you by the Andromeda Galaxy, who we are sponsored by. Andromeda, exactly. it's the place to live. <laughs> uh, so since we're talking about space and whatnot, Destiny is a goddamn... <laughs> whoa, oh, whoa, my... whoa, 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 whoa. Destiny is terrible. Okay. Yes, it's awful. <laughs> Destiny is the worst. Oh, oh no, it's well, weird. More specifically, the people... Who are doing marketing, marketing for Destiny <laughs> are the worst. <laughs> Activision. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the marketing team for for Destiny they are incredible. So now, what they do? Let's talk about it. What they do? Well, first off, let's talk about the Taking King stuff because that that really pissed me off. Uh, uh, so there's a new expansion coming out for Destiny called the Taken King. It'll be sold for forty dollars. Um, yep, and it'll, it'll add uh, a subclass to every uh, to all three classes. Uh, so, um, t- Titans get a fire hammer. Uh, hunters get a a void bow and arrow, and void walkers get um, warlocks. Warlocks, yeah, <clears throat> void walkers. Warlocks uh, basically turn into Emperor Palpatine and they float around and electrocute people. Lightning out of their hand. <laughs> Which is honestly the best looking one. Probably. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm partial to the hammer. Fire hammer. That's just me. Like, granted, I, I play a warlock. Played a warlock. I'm not, I'm not playing Destiny anymore because I can't stand it. I can't do it anymore, guys. Uh, for new players... We were coming into Destiny for the first time when Taken King comes out. Sixty bucks gets you the Taken King, the base game, and the two DLCs, uh, the Dark Below and House of Wolves. If Fine. you're not a new player, if you're not a new player, you and you already to, bought the game, you need for to ninety dollars potentially back in September of last year because you wanted all of the DLCs and the base game. Mm-hmm. You have to spend forty bucks for that, which costs more than the two DLCs. <laughs> like, you have to put them together to, to equal 40 bucks. Like, it's insanity. And then the Collector's Edition uh, gave 80. you... Wait, what? The Collector's Edition for Taken King? Is yeah. 80. 80 bucks. 80 bucks for the Collector's Edition for Taken King. Now, why is it 80 bucks, Shane? Why is that 80 bucks? What are you getting for your money? Well, guys, for your money, you get some exclusive dances... Hell yeah! Some special guns. <laughs> and, uh, what was it? Guns, dancers, shaders. and shaders. Yep. For forty dollars more. Woo! Forty dollars more. You, you, and your friends can do three new emotes, which is probably some weird dances. Uh, you get to color your characters in a way that everyone else who bought the thing can color the characters, and you get you get a couple guns that are probably awful. Just, oh god, it's the worst. I, I mean, they, they said they're going to do a thing where, oh, long-time players, we're going to give you guys a special surprise, and it's just like new shaders. 
but that aren't the ones that you get in the Taken King expansion at all. So, <laughs> I, it's... I'm be sure. perfectly honest, I'm still going to get it. <laughs> I'm going to be perfectly honest, I highly doubt I'm going to get it, because I, like, every time I hear a new thing about Destiny, it just it just makes me walk further away from it. <laughs> like, yeah. There's new planets, too, in the expansion. Just FYI. Oh, that's I'm that, saying. That's awesome. We're gonna get a few, wait, maybe two or three planets. Finally, get the rest of the planets that we were supposed to get at launch. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Yeah, we get, we get we get to go on new planets, and we get to see three new rooms on each planet. Awesome. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you get uh, to go on the planet, do three missions, and then go and do a free room, and be born out of your mind. So we we have we have Earth already, which is you know has all these, it's it's Earth. We are, we all live right. here. Then we have Earth. Mars, which is a, a desert planet. We have uh, uh, Venus, which is a lush green looking planet. Uh, we have oh. the Moon, which is the Moon is just all white and craters. Uh, that's all we have so far, right? That's it. Yeah. So oh. we're pro- we're probably gonna get. I want like, the reef. You get oh, the reef. Yeah, we're we're, pro- we're probably going to get Neptune, which is going to be the water planet. Then we'll probably get uh, um, Pluto, which isn't a planet anymore, but it's going to be the ice planet. I bet you that's what's going to happen. <laughs> even though, I believe it. And then Jupiter, somehow we're going to go there, even though it's just a gas giant, but whatever. Uh, yeah. It'll, 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 everything will just be floating for some reason. It's fine. It's I, feel like, I feel like that's when they're going to implement jet jetpacks into the game, and we're all just going to be jetpacking around. Okay, Constant. there's already jetpacks. Titans have jetpacks. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean like permanent unlimited jetpack. jetpacks. Oh, that'd be, that'd be keep good. going. Never yeah. stops. You know, it'd be good. It'd be good. My voice cracked. You know, it'd be good if uh, if uh, um, if Blink actually worked well. That would be nice. <laughs> that'd be cool. Uh, but Blink hey, is a jumping ability makes you teleport. Let's not do all the poking fun of. Let's talk about the other people who are making fun of Destiny. So, yeah, like, dying uh, uh, light. Oh, well, we well, gotta explain the Destiny explain thing this. first. So, <laughs> so for Destiny fans, uh, uh, the people at Activision Bungie they know they know what their fans love, and that's Red Bull because Red, Red Bull guys. Red Bull is gamer fuel. So if you drink a lot of Red Bull, guys, and you play Destiny. You can get access to an exclusive strike mission. Wait, Red Bull's the one with the M on the front of it, right? <laughs> we are not sponsored. <laughs> we are not sponsored by. Uh, yeah, so they they're launching the camp. They launched the campaign where you drink Red Bull and they'll add uh, exclusive strike missions. Right, one exclusive one quest strike mission. Not a strike. Not even a strike, just a quest. Oh, wonderful! It's even worse than I thought. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they thought that was a great idea. So the wonderful people in, at, over at Techland, the guys who make Dying Light, they're like, you know what? We're gonna have a campaign too, and their campaign is drink water. Drink water. <laughs> so they asked all their like everyone who plays Dying Light, whatever. Take a picture of yourself drinking water and send that to us. And the more people that do this, the more stuff we will add to Dying Light for free. We'll just do it. I just drank some water. Do it. Yep. Yep. DLC right there. Boom. And 
And there's so much stuff that they're actually adding to the game now just to keep poking fun at, at uh, Destiny. It's fantastic. Boom. I mean, Another piece boom. of DLC. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. DLC for Damn, everyone. That's like an expansion pack right there. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're <laughs> all hydrated. Yeah. Stay hydrated, DLC. guys. It was uh, us! We did it for you! <laughs> um, link, somebody link this podcast to Techland after the podcast goes up. <laughs> please do. Uh, and then I believe uh, the guys over at, who make Warframe, they're doing their own thing. It's like, hey, we're giving you these three new emotes. Totally for free. Just take them, guys. Woo. You don't have to pay for these emotes, because they're just emotes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Spike. I promise you, Jordan it can also read the chat. I don't need to tell. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I yeah. Destiny just made it big. De- Destiny is literally the worst. <laughs> I hate, like, I, I don't hate it yet, but I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to really just hate Destiny. Yeah. It's an MMO. Admit you're an MMO, and then maybe then we could we can move on. Oh God! Do it. Speaking Just of moving do on, do it. Me moving on. Speaking of moving on, uh, did you guys hear about the man who sent eleven thousand bottle caps to Bethesda to pay for his copy of Fallout Four? I think you meant two thousand. Whatever. I made up numbers. <laughs> he sent a lot. He sent a lot. It, was, it, it, it might as well be 11,000. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's so he did that. A few 5,000. And my favorite thing is that Bethesda was like, you know what? Yes, we'll accept it. Here's We're going to give you a copy of Fallout 4. Yeah. Here, I have a question, though. Why does that man have so many bottle caps? He drinks a lot of beer. Lots of beer or... It, was was, was uh, he waiting for the inevitable nuclear holocaust? Probably. <laughs> so rich, yeah. He's probably like the world's biggest Fallout fan, and was just like, "I'm saving all these bottle caps because I know, I one, know, one of when these that days. nuclear apocalypse happens, these bottle caps are going to be worth money." I mean, sure, I I got I got some bottle caps too. You know, I guess I got some Fallout money ready to go. go I'm so co- so Dude, confident I put it into a coaster. Or is it like half price? Or How, how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> plastic, I got a shitload of these. Plastic's a penny. It's a oh. nuclear plant penny. I mean, every bottle cap counts. Why Why are bottle caps the currency in Fallout? I always wondered that. Uh, I think it's just because it's like some, you know, the one thing that was everywhere and lasted through the destruction. You know? Yeah. I, I guess. I I, I think it kind of points out just how arbitrary money can be sometimes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to Fallout 4, guys. I want that. I want that in my life. Uh, no, we're not from San Fresco. Uh, San Francisco. Not at all. Uh, what else is happening? Uh, Don't Make Cry 4 Special Edition came out. Yep. And I want that game so bad, but I'm, I'm waiting till I get paid next time so I can play that game. Uh, unfortunately, though, they're not. Uh, Capcom is not going to be um, uh, 
looking at the sales of Devil May Cry 4 as a means of um, generating interest for Devil May Cry 5 or whatever else they're going to do next. And that that sucks, but I mean, it's just a part of their uh, Capcom's plan to just do a bunch of HD remakes for all the games in their in their library because they need money. They need a lot of money. <laughs> yep. So it's a dog eat dog world out there. <laughs> uh-huh. Seriously, a dog eat dog world. I feel like there's a segue somewhere in there. I ain't got one. Not that I can see. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's rough out there. <laughs> hey guys, so, so, so speaking of rough, nah. Yeah, no. This. So oh, what's the next story? What's the next story? Uh, there's a uh, bunch of stuff getting taken down and/or promoted because of the Confederate flag thing yeah. happening this week. Um. So Apple decided to remove uh, American Civil War games from the App Store. Because they have Confederate flags, which is interesting, because I'm pretty sure I played a game recently that had like Nazi flags all over the place. Oh yeah, Wolfenstein. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty Nazi sure flags okay. Confederate flags, that's bad. Not okay. Yeah, it, I I don't I don't know. Um, this... And on the flip side, Steam put a Civil War game on the main page. I you just just to just to dig at Apple. <laughs> and it's actually a pretty good game. That's good. I'm I'm glad it's not just a random crappy game. Um So okay, why 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 is Apple removing games with Confederate flags from the App Store? I think it was just one of the latest overreactions to uh everything confederate flag related uh they did decide to finally put them back up yeah. they just decided well okay you're it's all right to have them in your game you just can't have them on the promotional material in the app store so you can't have like a big confederate flag as your logo or a picture like hey showing off this battle where they're holding a flag or something like that so <laughs> Apple's always had this weird long-standing thing where video games are entertainment. They're not supposed to tell stories mm. and things like that. So to them, the Confederacy flag can in no way be entertaining. So it should not be anywhere on our games. But you know, thankfully, they learned the lesson that that's kind of dumb. <laughs> and backed off. Really dumb. So. Yeah. It's silly. I know. I, I mean, I understand there's things happening with the Confederate flag in parts of the United States, uh, but it, it's kind of like it's it, it. It's kind of like Apple doesn't understand the people who are actually playing, like playing games and using the App Store. Yeah, like I think it's it's one thing to take down a, a flag today. Yeah. It's another to take down the flag. In a game about the Civil War, where yeah, the flag like, was flown, I mean, that's not exactly the same thing. You can't know? really like ignore history. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, the exactly. Same. Stuff like that always just feels like a we a very strange and potentially uh, bad, really bad form of censorship. You know that. You know, hey, history's bad. We can't look at this bad thing that happened in history. We need to just forget it happened. And I'm like, no, no, 
That's no, that's not how you do things. <laughs> you, know, you have to learn from the past, not just pretend it didn't happen. So, but they, you know, they did. It didn't take them too long. They did realize, okay, we kind of goofed. You guys can put your games back up. Plus, I mean, I'm sure it could have ended up leading to some kind of legal ramifications. I mean, but then again, if they're Apple, they could fucking get sued by every company in the world and still make a profit. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, Apple always has the final say because it's their store. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, it's their empire. To, you know, they could do, they could do what they like. Uh, speaking of empires, so I was playing uh, Star Wars Battlefront at E3 last week, and um, I hear people are kind of upset a bit that you can't actually control the the ATATs because they're just on rails. Um, I believe uh, uh, Dice explained why that was. Um, can you guys tell him like why 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 are the ATATs well, on, it- on rails? To to play devil's advocate for the community, they didn't do a very good job of explaining it when they first announced that it was going to be on Rails. They made it yeah. sound like you weren't involved with the AT-ATs at all. They were just robots who did everything. Now, thanks to the E3 footage, we see that you actually do get in the, the pilot seat and shoot. You just The only thing you don't have control over is actual movement. Yeah. But you still get to shoot things, blow things up, all that stuff. The, the important part of being in an AT-AT. Uh, and... and a lot of the main reasonings behind it were basically that it was too easy to screw up the missions by just being an asshole and turning around the ATAT and you know running backwards or yeah. sideways or going off somewhere in, in past Battlefield runs, which anyone who played Battlefront 2 knows happened all the fucking time. <laughs> people, people are dicks. They're going to do yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I, hey, I got a giant walking robot. I want to go see what's over here. And everybody on your team is just going, Ah! Bring it over here. <laughs> yeah. Now you don't have to worry about that. Now you just have to worry about somebody in a pilot seat not being an idiot who can't aim and actually blow stuff up. But that's yeah. a minor, minor problem compared to somebody just deciding, I'm going to just chill over here. I'm not going to even use the ATT. Yeah. The yeah. fight. It was, it was really easy to just brief your team, basically. Yeah. Because that's a very important aspect of those missions is that you have that heavy firepower helping you. Yeah, and when it's just uh, you know over on the sidelines taking a crap, doesn't doesn't help very well. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's the thing that happens every every day in like battlefield. People hop in the jet, they just fly around. They're not killing anyone. They just I just want to yeah. fly my my plane. I'm having a great time flying. Oh, you have a tank? Cool. I'm gonna take this tank and go over that way and just hang out. You know, it's one like, of those things where I feel like with developers, they live in this perfect world where like everybody's nice. And they're going to work together and play the game normally. And then it's like, do you even fucking play video games? <laughs> that yeah, never yeah. happens. People are assholes. <laughs> they do everything they can to fuck everyone else over. You know, it's like Grand Theft Auto. That sounded good on paper of having the ability to just shoot everybody. And, you know, people aren't going to do that. They're, you know, it, It'll be chaotic for the first week or two and then it'll calm down. No. Nope. Nope. It's nope. still hell on earth trying to play in a public lobby. <laughs> Everybody everywhere is just trying to blow each other up. Even though they put in systems to try and discourage it. That's I mean, that's Grand Theft Auto. You want to fucking kill people, be a dick. It's Grand Theft Auto. I mean, that's yep. what you do in single player. Why would you do anything different in multiplayer? <laughs> so I'm glad that DICE has said, maybe we shouldn't give him quite so much freedom. And, yeah. you know, 
And overall, when when you go on Reddit and and you know other gaming forums, people have kind of calmed down that initial "What the fuck? This is bullshit, man! I want to control ATT," and realized maybe Dice isn't completely retarded. They might have good reasons for this. Yeah. So that's good to hear. So, and for once, it was some positive press about the game because it's been a whole lot of uh, "No, we're not going to have that." Oh, yeah. we're not going to have that. But at least they're not going to have it for a good reason this time. So Yeah, like, uh, that's all the news, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. so yeah, yeah like, uh, when, I, when I, I got, you know, I got to play Star Wars Battlefront. Granted, I only got to do the, um, the survival mode on uh, Tatooine, which is fun. It's a fun mission. It's basically you and a partner. Uh, you have to just survive six waves of people. And apparently, um, one of the dudes there's saying, it's like, oh, you know, it's kind of difficult. There's a team earlier that just died on the first wave somehow. It's like, you, don't be those people. Do your best, you know, you'll be fine. Um, I, I carry, it was me and this dude who was an executive from Deep Silver, which was random, but I don't remember his oh, name. So, yeah, but I don't remember his name, so I'm not going to say it. Because uh, I don't remember, but he's saying, "Yeah, hey, I got, I got to check out the competition and see what they're doing, <laughs> so I know like what we need to do." Like, yeah. oh, good point. Uh, he's awful at games. Dead Island Three. Wait, no, that's not Deep Silver anymore. It, it's funny how often that happens because yeah. you know, we were at E three a couple of years back and we played, yeah. uh, we played that one game. Uh, 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 What's it called? I can't remember. Was it Warface? No, War- that was no. It's, that, was, that was Pax. Warface? That was Pax. That was packs, packs yeah. So, but it was uh, still the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we we played Warface there, and you know we're messing around with it, and the dudes next, uh, some two dudes from YouTube show up, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, hot shit, yeah." We're, uh. And the PR guy's like, "Is it cool if they play with you? They're gonna be filming, blah blah blah." Like, yeah, yeah. Whatever, sure. And, and these guys are obviously like, "Oh yeah, we're so good." Uh, and then we just fucking wipe the floor with them. <laughs> just, it's you know, it's surprising how often people that are so involved in the gaming community end up just being really bad. Maybe it's yeah. because they're so involved in other time-consuming aspects, like actually making the games, that they don't have time for people like us who are just playing them all day. Yeah, I, I, so I can have the same that. skill level. So yeah, uh, so Battlefront. I played it on the PS4. It feels good. It feels like it's a competent shooter on the ground. Perfectly fine. Um, no aim down sights. That wasn't the problem. I kept it in first person mode because I did not feel like doing third person. I'm not a huge fan of third person shooters, honestly. Uh, kept in first person mode. Um, instead, instead of you know aim down sights. Like, almost every gun had a scope on it anyway, so you just, you know, left trigger, look at the scope, shoot people. Easy. Um, there's no bullets involved, because they're all laser guns. So you just have, like, a battery. If it gets too high, your gun gets hot. The person goes, ow, ooh, hot gun, hot gun. You have to wait for it to go down. Then just, just like that. Shooting again. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Ow, ooh, hot gun, hot gun, ow, ooh, hot gun, hot gun. Okay. Bring it down. Ow, ooh, hot gun. That's the podcast <laughs> title. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you, you get to pick pick your loadout uh, before the survival thing. You jump in. Uh, there's lives that you share between you and your partner. Uh, there's health. There's life pickups scattered around the the field. There's no. Oh, there's regenerating health. There's regenerating health thing in it. Uh, there's random power ups that are just on the field that I don't know what they do because they. 
is just you grab it, then you get some power up. I don't know what 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 they all do. Because <laughs> I only grabbed like two, and it didn't matter because I had to shoot a eight, uh, um, the AST, which was fun. Um, yeah, I like I like how Battlefront is turning out. It feels like a fun game. I wish I could have played the Hoth scenario but that line was long and i didn't have a lot of time <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can imagine yeah yeah um hey guys jordan here uh this is the part where i'm going to splice in the sergio portion of the show and he's going to tell us a little bit about new york so enjoy yeah if any of you are in new york at the time which you're probably not and you're probably watching this after this is all done anyway doesn't matter <laughs> But if you're all, ha- if you happen to be there at fr- on Friday at 8 p.m. Uh, in the Chelsea area, uh, me and my improv group are going to be performing at the Del Close Marathon. Uh, we're going to be doing a 30-minute set at 8 o'clock uh, at the Magnet Theater. So that's going to be exciting. Um, but if you're listening to this, that means it's probably past then, so it doesn't matter. If you're a time well, traveler, though, you should go see it. If you're yeah, a time traveler, I mean, you should stop stalking that girl. She's not your wife anymore. Stop it. True. Let it go, man. Let it go. I hear that. Anyway, uh, so since Sergio's not going to be here uh, when we record the podcast, normally we decided, hey, let's get uh, his thoughts and feelings and his takeaways from E3, since that's what we're going to be talking about in the full episode that, for podcast listeners, is going to be directly after this. But yeah, so Sergio, <laughs> what's up? Uh, well, so what, what was your what would you say was your biggest takeaway from uh, this E three E three twenty fifteen? There's a lot of old things coming back that are old, but also are new. Hmm, yeah, that's, that's things fair. like Battletoads. Uh, Battletoads uh, is back. Battletoads technically isn't back, but technically is a rare replay. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Like technically, but technically, you know, you know all the how that goes. Uh, but that rare replay thing is pretty cool, and and that goes with the same thing, like old things coming back, uh, yeah, and stuff like that. But um, it's uh, I believe the rare replay is the official most pre-ordered thing from E3. Is it really? Yep. People Actually, want that's their battle surprising. Toads. Oh my god! There's battle toads. There's perfect dark. There's uh. Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yeah, I can't wait to play uh, Banjo Kazooie again. Conquer's Bad Fur Day, the original one again. There's a lot of good stuff. It's a lot of good stuff. That reminds me, I'm I'm wearing this shirt here, which is brought to you by TFury.com, who we are not sponsored by, and it has mo- mo- a lot of those characters. Like, uh, here's mm-hmm. Banjo and Kazooie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conquer's around here somewhere. Other people That's from Rare awesome. Games, but whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, then there's Star Fox coming back, which was it turned into like a robot chicken. I think we talked about that before. It's weird, but, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, see here. I'll, so we didn't really get a chance to really dive into Final Fantasy VII. Uh, oh. But the, the thing, the thing that's interesting about that is the trailer seems to be post Final Fantasy VII. Like if you listen to the voice, it's like he's saying they're coming back. It's like is that just like just for the trailer or is that what's going on it's like you want me to give what you want, want me to give you a little bit of a knowledge bomb yeah so at the beginning of advent children um there's a little message that says uh 
you know, it basically says your favorite people are coming back, and this reunion is for you, speaking to the fans. And that's basically what what that trailer was saying. Like, this was a thing that we know you guys wanted. So these people that you know and love, they're coming back just for you. Mm. This is why they're back. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Um, just for you, baby. Yeah. So the, the, the whole the whole reunion thing this is a motif in uh, Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, one thing that I like is that they said it's not going to be 100% the same as the old one, yes. which I think is a great idea because there's no way that we can all take seriously the cross-dressing scene. <laughs> oh my god, no. You I know, if they, don't, if they cut so that out, like, the internet will riot, okay? <laughs> Look, I want that so bad. That is, oh my god. Like, that's one of those things where even as I was playing it and I was like... And I was, and uh, you know, even the graphics were kind of crappy. Even then, it was like I don't know if this is acceptable for badasses to be doing this. You know, it's like, <laughs> right? How can you not know that Barrett is not a, a man? You know what I mean? Cloud. I or excuse me, Cloud. Sorry, but even then, you know, Barrett would be with him because he would be in him technically, because that's how it was <laughs> back then. You know, you wouldn't show your companions following you, so he was inside of him. You know, honestly, I, I, I hope to give you the option to have people still walk into Cloud and, like, just disappear. <laughs> like, I, I know they're probably going to change the battle system, too. I want them to keep, like, an option for the turn-based thing, but, you know, it'll be whatever. For the cross-dressing scene, though, I want Cloud to come out looking like lightning. Yes! And then, like, yes. And then, like <laughs> that would be so funny. And then maybe, like, quickly, like, changing clothes, like, nope, not this. Somebody made, like, a fantastic meld between the two of them where it's, like, step-by-step step and you can see, like, Cloud transforming, lightning. It's, like, you, they're pretty much the same character. Well, yeah, even, yeah no, they... even Square Enix was, like, she's supposed to be Cloud, but just a girl. But but the funny thing is, uh, um, see, a lot of people always don't, they don't understand Cloud's character because if he was how he was, like, now the emo guy walking around, he would never cross-dress. No. That's, that, that's like, not the same character at all, like. From Final Fantasy VII, the original game, to how he is now, not the same dude at all. Because <laughs> he just gets depressed after so and so dies. Look, all I know. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, that's the thing. Lord, shit. People are. Well, here's the thing. People are going to see a different cloud than they saw in Advent Children. You know, they're going to yeah. see a, a more rambunctious one. They're going to see one who who actually has a personality and kind of like gives a crap about what's happening. So it's, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see to see that different side because all we see in Advent Children, uh, I'm no hero. Uh, <laughs> you know, all, that's all we're seeing constantly. Yeah. And you know, yeah. It, yeah. I still got super pumped though when that when he walked back when you see the, his back. Same here. Like first you just see Barrett's gun arm. Like wait, that looks like. And then Cloud walks up. Like oh my god. Yeah, I did the same <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, my God. But, oh, man. Uh, but what things happened after our last podcast? Uh, we There's the Nintendo and Square Enix uh, yeah. uh, conferences after hmm. our last podcast. Did we talk about Tomb Raider much? Not really, I don't think. Not really. It, well, it, it, it still didn't show much to me. Yeah. Um, it was very... Um, weird comparison, but it was very Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 trailer. You know what I mean? Where it's like, uh, where they opened up in the snow where he's climbing up, right? 
uh, yeah. like that. It reminded me of that, and I don't know. It just it seemed very standard. Whereas Uncharted three four knows how to make a trailer and the gameplay segment. You know, that's what they were going for, but they didn't quite hit the mark. Oh, the gameplay, the extended gameplay for Uncharted four was freaking crazy. Mm. I'm just gonna say that. No, crazy. <laughs> freaking crazy. Oh man. What what else is there to talk about, guys? Is there something you wanted me to speak well, on well, about? Like so, what what would you say is like your your game of E three quote unquote podcast listeners? Oh man, there's so many. I can't I can't really choose, but I'll try. So uh, I'm just gonna talk what's in my head. All right. So obviously, look, I know a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people kind of was like, the Last Guardian looks kind of weird because its mechanics are kind of old, you know. But the thing yeah. is, like, like. Ico and the uh, the Shadow of the Colossus, they both had that weirdness to them anyway. Like, they would walk and their bodies would go like this. And, you know, <laughs> like, their capes would just be like that. And they can't even, they can't hold right or whatever. But, like, when I saw, when I saw the, the gameplay in that trailer that they had out in, on stage, um, I saw that. And it was good. It was a good nostalgia kickback. But it'll be interesting to see. How then with since this game literally took as long as kids not being born to being born now <laughs> and, are, and are like fourteen years old right or like or or like ten years old now it's going to be interesting to see how like that type of audience would connect with them if it's if they even do or if it's even for them uh, well let's put this into perspective uh the last guardian was announced. Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 came out, and I think Uncharted 4 is going to come out before The Last Guardian come, actually gets released. The All of Gears of War came out. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, what I saw in that was, like, is still what I wanted, um, and, it, and I'm very happy for that. Um, I, I, I kind of wish I would have known what exactly changed, like, what was the trouble, but, you know, we'll find out eventually, or we won't. But um, <laughs> there is like that. Then there is No Man's Sky, which I'm just, I'm always happy to see that. Yeah, No Man's I'm Sky. I'm excited for awesome. that game. I'm, I'm super excited for that. I'm very excited for that. Uh, like, I, I just wish they need like a hype man because their their lead developers, you can tell, that's a man oh, who's just oh, done with uh, telling people about his game. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just trust me. I mean, you could you can like it or not. I I don't know. It's it's whatever you want. Um, Sure, we made the game, but I want I just want nachos. Um, but um, you know, uh, yeah, he he needs a hype man. Um, let me see. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, sure, but we didn't see anything yeah. about that. Um, yeah, let me see. Oh man, um, what were your games of the show? So I can get an my, idea. Uh, my game of the show. It's a tough one, but. Honestly, the the game that I, I keep thinking about that I want to play is Unravel. Yeah. Interesting. Like, oh my god, that game, it, it's just so charming. Like, yeah. you run out as Yarny, I just, I just want to hold him and love him forever. <laughs> yeah. It, you can, it's going to be a sad game, for sure. And no, 100%. 1,000% it's going to be a sad game. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I'm not either. Um, that 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 game makes me worried. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna die by unraveling completely. It's just gonna be sad. I will explain more about that later. 
Cause I, I played it, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> God. yeah, so, yeah, Unravel was... Whew. So, so you Mar- got to play the you, re- you really like it. Yeah, I re- oh my god, I really like that game. That's awesome. Um, I mean, I will say I had a lot of fun playing uh, Battle Cry, which I'm surprised yeah. I had a lot of fun with that game. Which one's I'm Battle surprised. Cry again? Uh, it's Bethesda's basically TF2 with no guns. Hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a melee based uh, um, free to play team battle game <laughs> team battle thing yeah. yeah i i i am hesitant to say my game of the show might be fallout 4 cuz yeah. they like the the only reason why i i would pick that over no man's sky is just because fallout 4 is going to come out this year this year and, <laughs> yeah and and uh and it looks it looks like more of what i want but then they also have the like while they're not super enhanced graphics it's it's enhanced enough to where i wanted it to be in the first place yeah and then yeah. also you have all these extra things uh the shooting is better you ha- you can build bases and stuff and have a home like there's so much more that i that that i like and i'm i'm super stoked about that so it might yeah. be that one i'd have to say all right that's fair Cody, do you want to go into yours, or should we should we save it for later? Uh, pretty much what Sergio said. I'm I'm a big <laughs> that was Todd Howard just dropped a fucking mic when he came out. Yeah, just, he did. I couldn't. You, you, everything you could think of that was going to be in the game, they had, and then they're like, oh yeah, and you can also build a city. Oh, and you can also get in power armor and fly around, and you can oh you could play as a man and a woman, and you have voice acting too. And it's like, can you guys like I can't handle all this. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. There's you know, too much stuff. Too much awesome. You know, you know honestly, um, the thing that I thought, like, that really sold me on Fallout 4 is not the fact that you can craft weapons however you want, that you can build a house however you want, that you can customize your power armor to have a jetpack on it. It's the f- simple fact that the dog is invincible. He will not, will not die. Nope. He will not <laughs> die. I was so excited to hear that. <laughs> With all these games potentially taking our loved ones away, this game right. Yeah. Like, please stop well, taking things from take me. I can't most handle it all. Ones away very quickly, but the dog's true. Still around. Huge bomb. <laughs> uh, uh, odds or uh, what's it called for the last guardian dying? Ah, uh, probably. <laughs> He's gonna die. There's no way. If this, this is if this is a team Ico, if this is a team Ico game, then that thing is going to die. It, it's gonna die trying to save whatever that kid's name is. I don't know. His name's Ico, probably. I, I I think I think they're calling the Last Guardian Trico, actually. Yeah, if Trico, get it. Ico is the first mm-hmm. game, and there's trees. There's three of them. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> So this is the last guardian, which is probably the last of the Colossi, and so your boy is probably the reincarnated spirit of that horn boy or something. Or what if the last guardian is actually the boy? What? <laughs> Just blowing our minds. <laughs> what if the last guardian is the is like the 
because it takes place in a place that looks very similar. This is like post Dark Souls. That's what this is. Oh, I like that. Nope, not even true remotely. That's fine. <laughs> Speaking of which, I hope some of you saw all my. I, uh, so while I didn't get to, well, I'm not going to be here. I did stream like 400 hours of Dark Souls, and I got killed <laughs> 400 of them at, by this or- Ornstein and Smaug. Fuck those guys! But eventually, I killed them. So fuck those guys. <laughs> That's all I had. To say. All right, I to that up. All right, and I think on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sergio, for being here. Have a great time in New York. We're gonna miss you this weekend. Not really. We're gonna miss you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there in spirit. Yeah, we'll be with you here in your heart region, probably. Assalamu alaikum, my brother. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So, probably at this point, we're just going to cut to the actual. Get the fuck out of here. I guess we're just transitioning to the E3 talk now, right? I mean, we're already there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, before I just start talking about a lot of crap, uh, what what, what was your guys' biggest takeaway from E3? Like, was like, what was your game of the show, so to speak? Uh, Cody, you and me, we already kind of talked about it with Sergio, but we get, kind of had to reiterate ourselves. But first, Shane, I want to hear, I want to hear what you have to say. Can I know what Sergio's answer was so that I don't end up copying him? Does the three of us all pretty much said Fallout 4. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of amazing, just a little bit. Then I'm not going to be saying that because I wasn't going to in the first place. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I, I, I picked Unravel because oh, I'm uh, in love with that game. <laughs> I was actually really feeling Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, it looked pretty cool. It's pretty high up there for me as well. Yeah, oh, uh, I, I don't even play consoles yet. I was going shit. I might have to go grab one. This is awesome <laughs> yeah. looking. Yeah, I'm digging this idea. Yeah, I just like Robot the... Giraffe people. <laughs> Game of the year. Go to right there. Robot T Rex. Robot giraffes. Robot. Robot animals. Whatever you want. Just robots. Yeah. Um, uh, but I just I was excited by the idea of Guerrilla Games actually doing something that's not Killzone. Yeah, same here. <laughs> like I think it's cool that they're finally actually able to do that, and I think yeah. it's not it's good that Sony is like, you know, you guys have done a pretty good job for us getting the P- Sony PlayStation to be like popular for the most part. So go make a game that you want to make. Yeah, and apparently what they wanted to make was cavemen in the future fighting robot dinosaurs, which is awesome. Like uh, awesome. I, I, I got to see like a an extended gameplay thing for Horizon, uh, and it was, it was basically the same scenario, whatever. But the dude did like approach it in a different way. Um, you know, in, in the gameplay demo, what which um, the girl was her name Ayla Ayla. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's Ayla, but yeah. So Ayla shoots at the Roban, well, the dinosaur T-Rex, whatever the hell the thing is. Uh, the robot uh, hits him with a, was it exploding arrow? Thanks. And so. then, and then exploding the arrow cannon does, off. Yeah, and then she does things, runs, slides under him, shoots another exploding arrow, and all these things. It shoots the missile launcher and stuff like that. In uh, the demo I watched, um, the guy who was playing... 
he shot, he was shooting like normal arrows at it, just like to distract it. Then he shot like an EMP arrow at it, which stunned it. And then from there, he, he grabbed his exploding arrow to knock off, to knock off um, one of the uh, missile launchers. And he picked up the missile launcher and then shot it at the T-Rex. Um, That's a few times, yeah. Did that to take off some of the armor and then shot a few more uh, EMP arrows just to keep keep it stunned. Then he like roped it down to the ground again and then destroyed the other missile launcher and killed it with the missile launcher. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, yeah, that game looks so good. Yeah. I, oh my god. I uh, love it. A post post apocalyptic game. <laughs> uh, what else? I guess XCOM two and Days X Mankind Divider were both up there on my list as well. Um, yeah. Especially XCOM two. Yeah. Watching the gameplay footage that they showed off in one of the stages was pretty awesome. Definitely. Um, it looks like everything. You know, for once, the developer didn't decide to do anything too crazy, and, and they kept everything that was good. They didn't fuck with it. Yeah, they just yeah. added more awesome stuff. You know. Yeah, and not to say that that's basically how uh, Deus Ex is too. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's it's all all the stuff that made Same Revolutions stuff. good. It's back in there plus more good stuff. Like um, podcast listeners are going to hear more about this later when we when I switch into the Sergio stuff, but. Yeah, so the levels are more vertical. Yeah. So there's so like you can climb all the way up up a thing, jump down, kill a bunch of people if you want to. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot more vertical movement. Uh, there's a lot more kill options and a lot more stealth options. So there's yeah. about as many stealth options as as are kill options. Because I heard because I heard from people who played it, like you know, yeah, yeah. There's a pl- there's plenty of stuff in here. And- Revolution for you to do if you're going to do a stealth playthrough. Yeah. But if you're doing a playthrough where you're just running and gunning, it was boring as hell because that's literally all you were doing is running yeah. and gunning. There wasn't yeah. really much more to it. So yeah. they wanted to try and diversify it so that no matter which way you go, you're going to have plenty of fun and have plenty of things to use. Yeah. As long as I can pick up a vending machine and kill people with it, then I'm going to be okay. That was my <laughs> favorite part of the last game. <laughs> that was awesome. There was some guy I think I saw on YouTube where like he played at least that whole level, if not like the yeah. whole rest of the game, with the vending machine. With the vending machine. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think that they're doing too in, in Deus Ex. It's um, you know the whole thing, whatever your decisions, consequences, all that stuff. Um, in the gameplay thing that I watched, uh, the dude started off just doing stealth, doing stealth, like, now we're gonna show you what combat looks like, and they started murdering Murder. dudes, <laughs> and then, and then, like, at the, at the end of it, when you, you're supposed to have a little debate with the dude, like, you're supposed to, if it's done correctly... He survives, right? Yeah, the dude survives. Yeah. But he kills so, himself in the demo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, in the demo I watched, he didn't kill himself, but, like, some, someone else, like, hacked him and killed him. Oh yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The demo they showed that he he was like yeah. standing there, and then suddenly he like freaks out and fucking. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was it was awesome because like the dude, he was like, "Why would I go with you? You just killed like all of my men. I'm not, <laughs> I don't trust you." <laughs> yeah, like dude, trust. Nah, it's it's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm not just trust me, man. 
Yeah. They were just. It was a misunderstanding with those dudes. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe it was uh, Jesse Cox. Like when he did it, it was purely stealth. The guy came and was like, "Whoa, who are who are you?" He's like, "Come with me." He's like, oh, "Okay, I guess I'll go with you." You seem like a nice guy. He didn't kill anyone. <laughs> he was like, you "Just made only- it through my entire base undetected. I'm yeah. not gonna fuck with you. I'll just and go." He, <laughs> and, and like Jesse, like only knocked out like two dudes. Like he just knocked them out. Everyone else, he just snuck past them. Like it was nothing. <laughs> so that's cool. I, I, that's the thing I always liked about Deus Ex. Just all your options to do, approach it however you want. Granted, in the first one, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm spotted. I'm going to beam saber everybody in this room now. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I think that's how most that's players it. played it is they, they try to go stealth until they inevitably messed it up. And then it was just murder time. <laughs> yeah, go loud. <laughs> yeah, go loud. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I played I played like a ton of games. Uh, I have a list somewhere. Because if you know, just a reminder it. to our listeners, uh, Jordan was actually at E3. Yeah. So. Yes, I, I was at E3 by myself. <laughs> oh, uh, my don't don't want to be. Oh, yeah. It was another highlight. It yeah, it, it was super fun, but tiring because I was carrying like this backpack filled with gear, like. Um, cameras and the tripod and a laptop and stuff. I was just carrying all that stuff with me at, at all times. And all three days, I did not eat or drink water while I was on the floor. How did you not die? Is what I'm yeah. Doing. I don't even know. I'm surprised. I, I explain why I'm so tired now. But... Dinner? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, at all three days, I didn't eat breakfast. I just went... <laughs> To E3, so around six or seven o'clock when I got back to my hotel room, uh, there was a McDonald's right across the street. So I just ate McDonald's for three days straight. <laughs> I mean, I guess it balances out if you don't eat breakfast or lunch and just eat McDonald's for dinner. You're not really like yeah, but I was I was smart though because you know I kept buying Gatorades and water like because there, there's a McDonald's and a Seven Eleven just right across from each other. And I was like all walking distance from my hotel. I'm like ha, I'm just gonna keep going to these places. So I stayed hydrated, I ate food, and it was fantastic. It was fun. It's a great times. Granted, I kind of wasted my first day because uh, of uh, scheduling snafu, but... So I only really had, like, two days, like, really to do stuff there, which is fine. It was fine. Um, I played Street Fighter Five. I played... Of course, I played Street Fighter Five. <laughs> have you met me? <laughs> I actually, actually have... Um, a preview, or like a hands-on thing that I wrote for PixelateGeek.com. It's going up, I think, tomorrow. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was writing it, then, and I found out, I was like, oh no, this is a thousand words. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, That's there's, so a, there's a lot to talk about. I really, I, I'm really liking how Street Fighter Five is turning out. It feels, it feels good. It feels really good. Um, I played Abzu, which is from... A giant squid studios. It's uh, basically the creative director from that game studio, the guys who made Journey. Uh-huh. He went off, made mm. his own studio, uh, which is Giant Squid, um, and he made Abzu, which is basically a spiritual successor to Journey. My voice <laughs> cracked again, uh, and it's basically Journey underwater. So you're just like an underwater explorer person or whatever. 
It's fun. It's a, it's an experience. Um, the game is designed in a way where it's like, you know, you're in an open ocean. You could swim around anywhere, really. Uh, but the levels, the level design is, is designed in such a way where it kind of, it subtly points you in the direction you're supposed to go. So it's like, you know, you're just swimming around, swimming around. Oh, I'm going to go this way. And that's the right way to go. But it tricks you. It tricks your brain into thinking that you're, you're discovering everything. But they're like, no, they're leading you. Which I like. It's good. It's a nice It's a nice approach to level design. Um, but that's a game that you definitely have to experience, like, for yourself and on your own. It's, it's not It's, it's not a, I'm going to watch you play <laughs> kind of game. Like Journey. It's, it's not a game that you watch other people play. You have to play that yourself just to get the feeling for it um right next to that was another like indie game called future grind where it's um it takes place in the future future grind uh where you're on a motorcycle that has two wheels that just spin around that spin around you and the idea is to grind on these rails uh there's a blue rail and a red rail and you have a blue tire and a red tire blue on blue red on red do the opposite you die immediately and it's just, it's kind of like a, a twitchy um, puzzle platformer type of game, really. It was fun. Um, I, play, I played through the whole thing, the three levels that, that were on display, and I beat them all. And the dude's like, you're, you're the first person to beat the hardest difficulty. I'm like, sweet, and I walked away. Uh, it was fun. Um, I played Until Dawn. Until Dawn is cool. I like it. It's like, it's like heavy rain, but... Um, Excuse me. Bless you. It, it's like it's like heavy rain, but you're teenagers in a horror movie, and mm. I I I kind of messed up and I got the Asian girl killed, but you know whatever. Uh, now I know, now I know what to do when I actually play the full game, which it comes out in like a month, I think, or actually a, a few weeks. It's coming out in July, I believe. Anyway, um. I should really describe out my list now. Um, I played Velocibox, Whispering Willows, and um, Back to Bed. These are all from Loot Interactive. They're, they're nice people there. I interviewed uh, one of the co-founders uh, a few weeks ago. Um, Whispering Willows is a... Uh, it's a puzzle game. It's like a... Exp- exploration puzzly type game where you're trying to figure out um this girl elena her mm. her father goes missing he's the ground he's the groundskeeper for this huge mansion he goes missing kidnapped by a ghost looks like and you just go and you speak to ghosts and try to solve the mystery of what happened to these people and why they're all dead um i'm actually playing that right now for review um the other game was back to bed which is just a straight up puzzler it's on steam right now you just this dude has is a narcoleptic guy who sleepwalks, and you just have to guide him to bed via puzzle stuff. And then, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a weird game. It's it, it has it takes a lot of it has like a Salvador Dali um, um, art style. It's it's a it's a really surreal looking game. Uh, and the third one was Velocibox, which that's why I really want to talk about because I'm kind of obsessed with that game. Uh, it's also on Steam, but the PS4 and Vita version is coming out sometime this year. So I was playing it. You know, it's, it's a it's a Twitch based. Um, I don't know how to describe it really. It's like a it's, it's a Twitch based endless runner, basically. 
Um, so I was playing it, and I got through the first few levels, like, like easily. And they're like, oh, you're pretty good at this. Here. You know, we're not showing anybody this thing, but try the, try the hard mode. It's called Super Velocibox. So I did that, and then I beat it, <laughs> and they were confused. Because, <laughs> like, uh, um, one of the guys there, he was, he was the producer for, for the game. He's like, I... I haven't even seen these levels before. <laughs> I just like, and I beat it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got all the way to level nine, which is the last level. And that's just a true endless mode where you just keep on going and see how far you can get. Um, and like to progress through levels, you have to collect six boxes. And I collected six boxes on level nine. And, and one of the dudes I was watching was like, all right, just stop. You beat it. Just stop, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to break it. Stop. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was fun. It took me like, I think I was there for like an hour to finish that, but it was it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it. I cannot wait to have that game on Vita because I'm not going to stop playing. Um, what else did I play? I played... Um, mm, so that's it, that's it, that's it. I played For Honor. For Honor is that looks awesome. Amazing. Oh, it's fun. super awesome. That's uh, For Honor's Ubisoft's take on medieval warfare, <laughs> and it, it, it's super fun. It's like a, um, I, okay, so what I played was it was a four v four thing. So four human players versus four human players, blue versus red, um, and we played Dominion, which is basically just domination. You had to capture three points. <laughs> Okay, uh, Shane, Shane took off his headset because he doesn't want to listen, I assume. Uh, <laughs> so, what we had to do was, you had to capture the points, and there's one point where you you spawn, that's like A, there's a point where the other team spawns, which is C. If you really Shane. have to know, nature calls. So. Oh, okay. Just go, just go, it's fine. It's, it's fine, I... I liked my explanation better. <laughs> it was like way less way less embarrassing for him. Uh, so, in the middle of the map, you have a bunch of these NPC soldiers guys that are just fighting constantly, and you have to clear out the opposing team's uh, NPCs to capture that zone. So, in in a way, people describe it as like being kind of MOBA ish. A little is, bit, it, a little bit. Yeah. So three, I, I, three teams, though. Yeah. And it's fun, like when you're fighting the when you're fighting the uh, NPCs, it's like playing Dynasty Warriors because you just chop through them yeah. like it's nothing. <laughs> it's it's cool. And then when you come across an actual human player, that's when things get interesting. So uh, the combat works on like a, a tri-directional basis. So you attack and defend in three different ways: either left, right, or up. Um, if you're blocking to the left and the guy attacks you from the right. Okay, if you're blocking from the left and the guy attacks you from your left, then you'll block it, attacks you from the right, you're blocking right, you'll block it, up, up, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, if you're blocking left and a dude attacks your right side, you're wide open, you will get hit. Now, you're not blocking your head, you will get hit. So you have to basically match whichever side that they're trying to attack and then try to hit the opposite side for them. That's how you do damage. Uh, there is a guard break move. Which allows you to get in like one light attack. There's light and heavy attacks, um, and that's that's how the combat works. So it's all about reading your opponent, and it sounds difficult, and it is difficult. It's super difficult, <laughs> but 
I I feel like you know after after you play it for a while you get you get the hang of it. But yeah, it was a really it was a really interesting game. It was one of the most unique um, games I played uh, at E3. It was great. Um, have you have you looked at anything for for Honor, Cody? Yeah, I uh, I read a bit, a bit about it on IGN and and whatnot, and I gotta say, um, I feel like there's not enough good kind of fantasy sword baller type games. And after Witcher three, I'm hooked on that badly. <laughs> yeah. So seeing For Honor was like, yes, I need this. This is perfect. Yeah, uh, you know, I. I'm really interested in that combat system. You know, every time I watched the players fight each other, it was just like this. God, this looks so good, and yeah. the fact that the three teams do play it so differently. Yeah, you know, uh, I I think at the one fight, I, the one major fight I really enjoyed was, uh, I think it was the knight versus the samurai, and the samurai. The knight is your typical like heavy armor. He's yeah. he's not doesn't hit as hard, but he's a tank. And yeah. the samurai is, they might have gone a little bit too ninja-y with it, but, you know, the assassin, <laughs> they they don't yeah. have a lot of health, but they hit like a tank, and or hit yeah. like, a, like a truck or, or a train or what have you. And it was yeah. really cool seeing the two of them fighting because, you know, the each time they fought, it'd be a little bit different because sometimes a knight would read him better. But every, you know, it, 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 like you said, Jordan, if you miss even yeah. one block... That samurai would just obliterate him, <laughs> but if he screwed up his blocks, you know he didn't have any health either. So yeah. it was really cool, and and the way they had the different mechanics set up for winning and having to clear out this zone or that zone, and then yeah. if you get to a certain percentage, it would make it so the game was basically over, but you had to wipe out the other team. Yes, I love that because he was just that, like you know. Then it was just like. Fuck everything else. I'm hunting you down. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, the one gameplay... I think the one gameplay yeah. I saw, they both got to that point at the same time. Yeah. So then oh, it just wow. became a legit, like, you know, Counter-Strike, I'm gonna murder yeah. you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, my, my team actually lost uh, when I played, but, yeah. So, in Dominion, basically, it's the first thing to get to a thousand points, uh, they're, they're primed for winning, but... First, that that when you hit a thousand points, that's when the other team goes into um, basically their morale drops. I forgot the actual term, but basically, um, when they're in that mode, if you kill one of the player controlled characters, they are gone. They are out of the match until like now. But there is a comeback mechanic. You can come back from that if you oh, only nice. if there's only if there's only one dude like that's still alive and he manages to, manages to capture another point. And get grant and like gain some traction for his team. The other people will resurrect. So then you'll oh. be back. In, you'll be back in it. But then, yeah, like it. It got really intense towards the end because uh, one of the guys got killed. So me and the other three, we ran. We ran to a point, captured it, dude resurrected, and then. But then we were still in. We were still vulnerable. So then we started fighting. Then that's when we just started getting picked off one by one because the other team got smart and they're like hey let's just team up on them two two on one three on one just kill them off and then yeah like i i don't know if there's a i don't know if there's a viable way to actually deal with multiple player controlled characters because yeah that's gotta be tough yeah 
I guess if you have reactions like a freaking panther, you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. But... <laughs> you know, because it's it's not your typical uh, fight where it's just like, oh, yeah, there's 20 dudes attacking me, but they're all going to attack one at a time. Like, no. Yeah. You're going to get butt-fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, the, the, mo- the most effective thing to do is have one guy in front distracting one guy. Other person goes behind him. Heavy attack exactly. right, right from behind. Yeah. Then they're done. They are done. <laughs> And the only viable strategy at that point is just run, yeah, run, 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 run. But then, like, uh, the game works. Or if your character is damaged, they will be slower because they they're 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 bleeding. They're like, ah, oh, I got it. Oh, that's cool. Okay, gotta get away. I, I gotta get away. Yeah, but you can't so, just bug out like that. I gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. Like that. For, dude, for honor. That's a game to look out for. That thing is freaking awesome. Um. I played Dragon Quest Heroes. Speaking of Dynasty Warriors, <laughs> things. Uh, yeah, Dragon Quest Heroes. It's Dynasty Warriors, but with a dra- with a Dragon Quest skin. Um, but you know they're doing this thing where you know they're using other franchises to do a Dynasty Warriors type game, but they throw in elements from the source material. So for Dragon Quest Heroes, there's a lot of RPG stuff mixed in. So you have an HP gauge and an MP gauge. In most Dynasty Warriors games, if you hit triangle, that's your like stronger, your strong attack. In Dragon Quest, it's um, your magic-based attacks. So, you, if you mash a triangle, you'll use up all your MP. And you have to wait for that to, to refill before you can use those attacks again. So it adds a it adds a layer to the to the actual combat. Um, you start every level with a party of four, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so every time you go into a match, you have to pick a party of four people, and then you can switch between those people at any at any time. Um, and each person, you know, they play differently; they have their own strengths and weaknesses, whatever. Um, it, it's an interesting game. If someone gets down, you can revive them with a revive item if you have them. Yeah, so it's. It's interesting. If you like Dynasty Warriors games, I would recommend taking a look at that. Um, I played Mighty Number no. Nine, which is straight up Mega Man. It is just a Mega <laughs> Man game, <laughs> and I, I liked it because um, I like I like Mega Man. Well, it's like Mega Man X. It's playing a Mega Man X game. That's basically what Mighty Number no. Nine is, but with a different. That's season. Basically, what it's supposed to be anyway. So yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a, a charge up blast or anything. In it, but I didn't have one while I played, so it's just the normal pew 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 pew. pew. But it's fun. It's a good game. It, it uh, it's highly rhythm based, so it's all about you shoot 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 to stun things, and you have to dash through them, and then hmm. like it's kind of like um, it's kind of like you're trying to build momentum the whole way through. But if you stop, it's fine. It's whatever. It's, it's still a Mega Man game. You go through it, but then I think they're really trying to bank on. Shoot, shoot, dash, shoot, shoot, dash, shoot, shoot, dash, and like you're just constantly moving and like attacking things and just keep moving forward. Um, it's it's, it's really it's really frantic in that in that way if you play it that way. But I mean, you're off, you're open to just shoot things until they die. But faster ways shoot until they're stunned, dash through them, and then they're dead immediately. So and then you get certain bonuses and power ups um, if you do it fast enough and on multiple enemies. Uh, it's a fun game. And I played Unravel, which mm-hmm. is currently my game of the sh- game of the show cuz that game 
It's so it's so beautiful, but I'm 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 sure 100 percent it's going to be a sad game. It's going <laughs> to be really depressing. It's going to be super depressing because <laughs> yep. the game the game starts off. You see this old ass woman. Sorry, you see a grandmother. <laughs> this old ass woman. old ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I got excited. You see this grandmother, and she's like, she's like knitting. She's looking at pictures of her family. And she, and she sighs. She's like, huh. like, oh, she probably misses them. She go walks off, grabs her, grab, grabs her basket of yarn, and then uh, a ball falls off, and Yarny's born somehow through magic. Um, <laughs> you gonna find me on it? You wanna, you wanna tell me that they're not dead? Because I'm telling you, they're dead. That's what's gonna be in the story. That's why it's gonna be depressing. <laughs> Someone's going to be dead. I'm pretty sure at the end of the game, Yarny dies. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, the, the game is, you know, built off the idea of um, the, was it like the red string of fate or whatever, you know, that, that the, the thing that connects connects us to, to everyone that we know and love. Mm-hmm. And Yarny is basically the physical manifestation of that. So as he's, as he's walking, you just see like, a piece of him, a piece of his yarn, just like always going to, on the left side of the screen. So he's being unraveled hmm. as he continues through. Uh, and then throughout throughout levels and stuff, you'll find balls of yarn that you can use to replenish yarny. But then, yeah. Um, so that, since you're constantly u- losing yarn, you also have to use that yarn to solve puzzles. So at times you'll try to solve a puzzle, and like you'll stop walking, and you find out, oh, I don't have any more yarn. So you have to go back and figure out like what you have to do differently to to extend your yarn or find another ball of uh, ball of yarn to replenish yourself. So yeah, it's it's a straight up puzzle platformer, and I like it. And the the aesthetic is like almost completely photorealistic. Uh, it's insane how like good that game looks. Yeah, <laughs> I was really impressed with the art style and everything. But oh, pretty sure. It's gonna be super sad. It's gonna be a sad one for sure. Punch, punch you right in, punch you right in the feels. Uh, yeah, because like uh, in the second part of the demo that I played, uh, Yarny's just you know normally he's just walking around. He's like kind of looks kind of happy, or whatever. But in that level, he's like all hunched over, looks like he's cold. Maybe he's crying. You see his eyes drooping. Like it was so sad looking. <laughs> oh, like, that game's gonna hurt my heart. I know it. Uh, but I cannot wait to play it. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Uh, and then I played Battle Cry. I played that like twice. Uh, Battle Cry is Bethesda's take on TF2, basically. Um, it takes place in a world that has banned gunpowder. So to conduct wars, they decide, all right, here's here's our team of people. Here, there's your team. No gunpowder, so everyone uses medieval weaponry, and we fight. And that's how that's how war is is done in that in this universe, and it's cool. I like it. Um, I I played all of the classes. There's your your tank class. I think I wrote down everything. Yeah. Okay. So there is your tank class, which is the enforcer. So he moves slow, but he deals heavy damage, and his and his big ass weapon can turn into a shield. Um. There's the brawler who is kind of a kind of a tank also, but you know he's all about doing damage. You know he's, he's super strong, can do damage really well, but it's also kind of slow. Uh, there is the infiltrator, which is your roguelike. I wonder person. what class that is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> two 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 weapons running attack 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 glass cannon whatever. 
Um, there is the Gadgeteer, which is the most interesting of the, of the bunch. It's like a mixture. The, the, that person actually kind of uses a gun. It's like a mixture of a shotgun and a grenade launcher. Mm. <laughs> but then, but then they're focused on like you know putting down uh, traps and stuff like mines and other types of explosives. So yeah, like the, for the gadgeteer, you have to be very strategic with how you approach uh, situations because you're not going to win like straight up fights. So you have to you, you have to like pepper them with um, different traps until they die, really. And then of course there's the ranger, just a person bow and arrow, and that's the class I was using most of the time. And the thing I like about it is um, the combat in general is that uh, if you hit somebody in the head, it does double damage and if you're a ranger and you do a full a full draw it's going to kill with one hit nice but you have to you have to nail the head though all right uh every, like every, every class has uh three abilities plus a super so it's kind of mobile-ish in that in that for in that sense um and there's a leveling system but when i played it they just leveled everyone up fully so you get to try out everyone's skills so i'm not exactly sure how that's going to work but I don't know. I'm into it. It's it's a free to play game, so I want I want to get give that more time when it actually comes out. So yeah, that was it. I played 13 games. I think I talked about them all already. Uh, yes, yes, I did. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to do more, but there's there's just not enough time. I'm just one dude. I have to wait in lines. Like, <laughs> um, I wanted to look at some of the Nintendo stuff, but then I didn't. Because of mostly because of the abomination that is that Metroid game, but oh, whatever. How do you feel about that Metroid game, Dorn? Looks, looks so, like quality mm-hmm. gaming to me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm so incredibly disappointed in that. Like, can yeah, you tell that Nintendo is trying to save stuff for the NX? Yeah, no, they 100 percent are because there is no. Oh my god, there's no reason to even call that a Metroid game. They could have called it, you know, Battle Boss. Nope, that's the actual thing. They could have called it um, Super Fighting. Ro- that's Mega Man. Mm-hmm. They they could have made some name for it. <laughs> yeah, they, they could have, have to, not made it Metroid. They could have just called it Federation Force. They didn't have to call it Metroid at all. Metroid Prime, for that on. matter. They they need that boost, that marketing boost. Come on. Mm-hmm. But okay, what marketing boost? Because Metroid doesn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I love Metroid, Metroid, doesn't Metroid sell. does not sell. It does not sell. But but it's, but it's a known qual- quantity. Yeah. But then the also, but the dumbest thing is, it's a Metroid game, but Samus is not in the game. That's like having the Legend of Zelda without and Zelda. Link. Which Link is not in the game. No, without well, Zelda. Nah, that would that that would be weird too. It's like playing a Mario game and Mario's just not there. Mario is missing. Don't play it. Awful game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion doesn't have Mario. It's called Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> I'm just saying. That was good. Yeah, yeah no, that was a good game. Um, but uh, I'm so sad. And then they gave us Metroid Soccer. Blast Wait. balls. Shoot the balls. Apparently, I'm I miss Metroid Soccer because. Don't be honest. Star Fox did not look as exciting as I thought it would be. 
Oh, I'm I'm getting to that, but yeah. Um, at the end of the Metroid uh, uh, Federation Force trailer, they just briefly show, and it comes with a Metroid Blast Ball. You know, <laughs> like, it just shows a, a quick screen of a dude shooting a ball, and like that's it. So they stuck a soccer game. Into- yes, because that's what I'm looking for when I play Metroid. Uh huh. When I think Metroid, so- I think soccer. Why not? So Star Fox was there. Um, it. Is it looks like Star Fox, like the, all the normal levels, you know, it's on rails, whatever. It's, it's a Star you Fox. Transform game. into a chicken. You transform into a robot chicken uh, during all range mode, um, and that that's where I hear most of the problems come from. Like in all range mode, you have to look at the gamepad. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you have to look at the Wii U gamepad because it'll have the um, your aiming reticle and stuff on it. So you have to. Also use kind of motion controls to shoot stuff. But then, when you're looking at that, you'll be, like, flying one way. Then when you look at the screen, it's not necessarily the same thing that's happening. <laughs> uh, podcast listeners, uh, Shane is putting together uh, uh, an old-timey pistol, <laughs> and he's about to shoot himself in the head with it. <laughs> that's how I feel about what I saw from Star Wars. <laughs> It's mostly how I felt about the Metroid. I load the shotgun, double barrel, put in my mouth. Um, Nintendo oh no. just Nintendo really dropped the ball. Uh, at, for like when it came to their their digital event. And I just wanted to speak to this quickly. It bothered the crap out of me that afterwards, uh, Reggie, Mister President of North Nintendo of North America, was just like. You guys don't like it? Eh, too bad. And she's yeah. kind of like, I was just like, I well, understand so, where he's coming from. Yeah. That. But at the same time, you guys gotta admit that we all kind of got the hint that you're saving everything for your NX reveal <laughs> next year and you don't really care about the Wii U anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like everybody on Reddit was saying is, is it was a really good year for E3 for pretty much everybody. You know, mo- uh, pretty much every studio put out something that was right on the dot for what people were asking for. And then there was Nintendo. It's like, yeah. what the hell happened there? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just uh, think they're saving. Plus, yeah, no, they're saving stuff for, for, for the end next, for next year. But, I mean, it was also weird because, was it the Saturday before they had the Smash Bros. Direct? Like, why not put that in your digital event? Yeah. People love Smash Bros. That's one of the reasons why people have Wii U's. That makes <laughs> like, too much sense. Like, having having uh, Lucas, Roy, and Ryu announced at E3, that would have been perfect. Yeah, it's especially like, if they did the whole so, kind of similar thing to what Fallout 4 did. Where it was yeah. like, all these things are available, available right today. Now. Yeah, yeah. Like that would have made people happy. Yeah, that that that. If they had done that, it would have made that the digital event better. Not, I'm not, not saying it, it would have made it good. It would have made it better. Yeah. It, it, nothing. I'm just here. I'll be real honest with you guys. Nothing is going to make up for that atrocity of a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's a petition. For it, but it's not going to do anything. Let's be real. I'm. It's just. It's just really disheartening. Like as a Metroid fan, it's just really disheartening. 
Yeah, it's been, I can see it's that. Been, it's been five years, and since the other M, this is what we get. Another other M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other other M. Um, but yeah. Uh, um, I, I saw... Oh yeah, I, I saw Deus Ex, Horizon, The Last Guardian, and Uncharted 4. I had saw extended uh, gameplay stuff for that. For The Last Guardian, it looked it looked interesting enough. Um, I haven't played about Last Garden. I, I haven't played Eco or Shadow of the Colossus, so like, I can't. I don't really have a, a, a. I have it on my PS3. I just don't have the time to get to it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Shane. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I really want to play it. Shadow of um, Colossus, at least. Yeah, yeah, Echo, yeah. Fine, whatever. And you don't play it. No, you should. Shadow of Colossus. So. I, I will say, like, from what I know of Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, The Last Guardian has plenty of elements from both. Because, yeah. like, um, as the kid, I don't know what his name, you're running around and you call you call uh, Trico over, which is the name of the dog bird. It's called dog bird. That's dog bird. I don't know. Dog bird. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, you call him over, he comes over and does stuff for you, but uh, apparently... Uh, uh, Trico is designed in such a way where if you leave him alone, he will just like wander off and like do animal things. <laughs> like, like he does not have a, a long attention span. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, so you have to constantly be calling him like, come here, <laughs> dog bird, come <laughs> here. Um, and you, you know, you can climb, you can climb up dog bird to solve puzzles and yeah. uh, stuff. It, looks, it, was, it was interesting. It looked fine. Um, that kid, is very reckless and like you know what? I'm gonna just jump off this thing and Dogbird got me right. You got me right. <laughs> Go. Yeah. No. I, um, just just by the way, podcast listeners, that game is also gonna be very depressing. Yeah. No. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's called The Last Guardian. Come on. Somebody's dying. Yeah. Uh, somebody always I dies in those games. Glasses are both really depressing in themselves. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, so, oh, so the Uncharted 4, uh, gameplay, extended gameplay thing was awesome. So, you know, the thing that you saw was, you know, Nate and Sully running through the market, then driving a Jeep down a hill or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, the guy who was playing it for us, like, he crashed into so many freaking things, like, getting down that hill, um... But then, so what, what you don't see is, so it cuts off right when Nate is, grabs onto the crane and like hits a, hits like a wooden, like a, a thing, right? That's, is that where it cuts off? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so he hits that thing, then he continues to be dragged across the bridge, like in the water and stuff. And then he, he gets to the other side, then he's being dragged through mud. And so, at that point, while he's being dra- uh, dragged through mud, that's when you can, you can start climbing up the the crane. But then you can also shoot people while you're on when you're on the Shit. while you're still holding on because you're freaking Nathan Drake. And Why it's not? An action movie at this point. So you're just climbing up, and you finally get up there, and you have to fight a dude that's on the crane. You kill him, knock him off the thing, uh, shoot a driver of a jeep, jump onto a jeep, then you start driving and shooting people while on the jeep. Um, there's a point where uh, uh, Nate he catches up with his brothers like they like pull up next to each other and they have that moment where they both look at each other and they go get on like Nate's like I'm in a jeep get get on and then his brother Sam's like no you get on the motorcycle I'm faster 
<laughs> and they're just arguing back and forth for a little bit, and then like Sam sees something and he stops, but Nate keeps going, and it's a big ass truck, and he gets T-boned. So then now it's just following Nate's perspective, and you know the the jeep starts flipping over, flipping over, and it lands, and he's like trapped inside of this truck because there's no like roll bar or anything, and it starts catching on fire. So then you so the the camera is just like waist up. And so you're trying to climb out of the uh, jeep slowly as things are catching on fire. Huh. Then you open up the door, and there's two dudes there. So as as Nathan Drake, you're like upside down trying to shoot people. <laughs> then you do that. Then you you crawl crawl out. Then Sam pulls up. And is like you okay? And Nate's like yeah, sure, whatever. And then gets on the motorcycle. Then they start driving, and then the dude with the fifty cal like starts chasing them. <laughs> so it's it's a crazy ass chasing and. Um, you're Nate, and you have to shoot back at, at the truck with the Uzi, and crazy things happen, which I, I'm going to stop there, because it gets so much better. Cool. <laughs> like, I, I'm looking forward to Uncharted 4, because it's just more Uncharted. Like, it's, it's, it's a straight-up action movie. It will be the last Uncharted. Yeah. No, I, I think it'll be the last Uncharted, because everyone is old in that... In, Everyone's old in that game now, and it's called a thief's end. They need to stop here. Like I, I, I want it to stop at Uncharted Four. No more Uncharted. Go back to The Last of Us. Do something new. You know, just you don't need to do Uncharted anymore. You've done it. You don't. You don't need it anymore. I'm so hyped for that though. Like I'm so hyped for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was, I believe we touched on everything that I saw and did at. E3. I got to meet a bunch of people, which is cool. That's cool. Um, I ran into Brian Altano from IGN. Then I ran into, you know, Greg Miller, Colin Moriarty, Tim Geddes, and Nick Scarpino, formerly of IGN, now kind of funny. They're working with um, GameSpot to cover IGN. Huh. And I ran, I ran to, you know, my favorite. I ran to Dodger again. That was that was great. Every time, every time, <laughs> every time. And it was amazing because she only went to E3 that one day. So I, I, I was just, I was just sitting in line waiting to see. Yeah, I was like, I was just waiting in line waiting to see Horizon, Last Guardian, and Uncharted. And I just she walks like Dodger. She's like, oh yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember. He said, like, don't worry about it. you. Don't have to remember me, but thank you for saying that. <laughs> it was great. It was nice. Um, and I talked to her a little bit. Oh, so what what's what what game do you think is the best so far? She's like, she's saying look out for Mario Maker because that game is. Soup's fun. <laughs> At least that might be good. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of sad that um, I didn't get to play Cuphead though. I really wanted to try out Cuphead. That, that, that's the game where it's basically a, a bullet hell game, but it has a like a 1930s Disney aesthetic to it. Mm. Like it looks all completely hand drawn, like it like you're playing an old Disney cartoon. But yeah, that's not for kids. <laughs> Ether is fun. I'm kind of sad that it's over already. It went by so quick. Felt like it went by super quick. There you go by really quick. And one thing that I wanted to mention that I've talked about with Cody about this Ether is like, it was kind of depressing after it was over because at the time you're like super excited about everything that you see. But then the week after you realize, oh yeah. Like, 90% of those games are not coming out until next year. I mean, they did better than past E3s and stuff. Yeah, They did do better, yeah, but 
I just feel like it was a slew of like, look at the shiny games. Yeah, you will yeah. not receive shiny games for at least another year. <laughs> and, and, in the case, and in the case of Square Enix, you're not going to see these games for the next three, three years, years plus. Yeah. You know, like that um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> like the Final Fantasy VII Remake, if it if it will come out, it should be out in 2017. That's the 20 year. That's the 20 year. Like I'm gonna say it's coming out in 2020. I could I can believe that. <laughs> like, considering how big that game is on PlayStation, like it, I don't know how they're gonna because they want to redo everything and then add more story elements to it. Like yeah. So that and then Kingdom Hearts, I, that's not. I don't know when that's ever going to come out. Oh, <laughs> well, Kingdom Hearts, they're putting out a lot of hints that they're going to actually put it out properly next year. So. Yeah, no, I could believe, I could believe next year, because what, this year is Heaven's, War- Heaven's Word came out. When does 15 come out? Five this year. 15. Right. Okay, end yeah, so year? this year's... What? End of the year this year, I think? Yeah, that, 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 that sounds right. So yeah, so this year is Heaven's Word and Final Fantasy 15. So next year, conceivably... Kingdom Hearts three, and then twenty seventeen. Who knows? I'm hoping it's maybe, maybe they'll do um, a Final Fantasy fifteen thing and have like a a demo of the Final Fantasy seven remake come out. That'd be cool. So everyone gets to learn the the um, the new battle system that they're trying to implement. I guess they haven't actually set the release date for Final Fantasy fifteen. So maybe it'll be next year. They just updated the demo, so I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, E3 was great. I'm sad it's over. Uh, I don't know. I I I don't think I'm being affected by the um, depression thing yet. At least you know. Oh, I don't get to. We don't get to play these because I got to play stuff. But I mean, also because I'm just swamped with stuff I gotta write. Yeah. <laughs> So I like don't like I, don't, I hardly have time to play Batman. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's games coming out this year. Yeah, are, yeah. To be, um, will be exciting to play, but I think there was just a lot of them that I was like, okay, see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess we should just transition to you know what are we playing? What are we looking forward to? I just want like to uh, add one real quick news thing that I saw. Yes. Uh, Baldur's Gate actually has a timer on their website now. Ooh, really? So people are going, ooh, what's this? Mm. Mm. Looks like it's going to... Hmm. Baldur's Gate? They've, really? Apparently they've said it's not a Baldur's Gate 3, but it's something bigger than we've ever done before. It's a reboot. It's Bioware. <laughs> they already made but it's Bioware. Bioware. Right. It's remake, so. hmm? Is it still Bioware? Mm, no. It's probably the people doing the remake. Mm. Beam Dog, yeah. All right. Beam Dog. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. So, uh, oh, yeah, so I guess we'll just go into what we're looking forward to, what we're playing, that good stuff. Cool. Cody. What are you playing? What are you looking for? Oh, no. Put me on the spot. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing. Um, right now, we're kind of trying to figure out what to play next. Yeah. I pretty much beat Witcher. Uh, we're still waiting on you, Jordan. Me and Shane I'm sorry. And Sergio have all beat it, I think. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so we pretty much took care of that. Uh, they've been putting out so much DLC for that, though, so I'm, I'm highly looking at starting a second playthrough. I just want New Game Plus to come out, if it's going to come out. Please release it already. Uh, um, I picked up a couple things during a Steam sale I haven't tried out yet. Um, but the main thing I got was Grim Dawn, which is actually kind of fun. It's early access. They've been putting it together. Uh, a lot, you know, PC players will know uh, Titan Quest was another... It's kind of like... Diablo. Diablo-ish, yeah. It's very Diablo... Grim Dawn especially is very Diablo-ish. But it's, uh, it's got some nice twists on the story. And the main thing with it is, uh, you know, you get two different classes. So uh, you get the mix and match. And it's, that's been actually uh, pretty good. But we got to the end of the current content that's out right now. Because the whole it's early access... They're adding the axe one at a time, and one of the first NPCs you meet in the game is uh, Captain. I think it's Captain Urban or something like that. And my friend and I just call him Uncle Bourbon. Uncle Bourbon. And, <laughs> and, uh, we got like in. We're in this really deep, crazy dungeon. We just killed some like spoilers. You know, no spoilers, but pretty big bad dude. And all of a sudden, on our mini map, it shows. Uncle Bourbon's over there, and we're like, what the fuck is Uncle Bourbon doing in the middle? What? And you talk to him, and he's like, hi, I am a clone of Uncle Bourbon. I was placed here to let you know that this is the end of the current content. And I was like, okay! <laughs> and there's, like, a door to go to the next section of the dungeon, and they have it, like, all blocked off, so you can't touch it. Yeah. So that was funny, but... Yeah. Um... You know, they're adding a lot of stuff to that, but it's a very small team, and, and Grimdon's been in development for... Quite a while now, good couple of years. So I think I think okay. since 2012. But you know they're getting there. Yeah. I've been playing that, and then uh, just looking at other stuff to play. I've been playing that one game, uh, Ark Evolution or Survival Evolved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the dinosaurs, get my Jurassic Survival Park game on. with dinosaurs. That's been pretty fun. I, I feel like we're gonna we're start we're starting to move away from zombies and going into dinosaurs. Oh. Yeah, that's a big theme all of a sudden. I think with Jurassic World coming out, it's going to be like people cashing in. Whoa, fuck. Yeah. You mean dinosaurs? Fuck. I'm fine with that. I, I like dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are yeah. cool. And the devs yeah. for ARK are absolutely insane in how quickly they put out. I mean, every it's like every day or two, there's a huge patch. And they listen very closely to feedback and actually like really quickly adjust stuff. And... Um, you know, they're just adding tons of dinosaurs every week. It's crazy. It's you know it's it's nice to see a beta that actually feels like a beta, and a developer that actually listens to uh, feedback. So yeah, and then I'm looking at maybe going back to uh, Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic here because they got that. Ooh. You know that that's out of nowhere. Well, the expansion got me intrigued, but I also found out, which I didn't know at the time, um, they're doing a promotion now until I think mid October, where if you subscribe again. You get twelve ex- uh, twelve oh, x experience boost. So for story missions, yeah. So it's basically designed so that you don't have to do anything but story missions to level up, which is awesome. Because I, I liked Swator when it came out, but that was my big complaint: is you do these amazing story mission, and then you'd have to do a couple levels of just the crappiest, grindiest in between stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm here for Star Wars story awesomeness. Give me that, and they listened, and that's what the promotion is. It's letting it's letting you do just that stuff. So, I'm gonna be trying that out probably, and uh, giving that a go. 
they've made so many changes to that as well. It's like I, I hopped on. I made that mistake you always make when you come back to a game yet you haven't played in a long time, and you just like oh I can pick up right where I was at, and literally it just pop ups everywhere. I'm what the fuck is this? What the fuck is that? Just clicking egg like no too much. Make new character. I'm not looking at this. So, yeah, that's uh, currently on my plans. And then just, you know, waiting to see what else comes out. Um, this later this year is going to be pretty freaking awesome. I just oh, I yeah, just wish there was like, one more big summer thing coming out because Witcher was awesome and I pulled the shit out of it. But it's kind of like yeah. it's not quite as replayable as I was hoping. So, yeah, I'm just kind of sitting there like, shh, what do I do now? Well, I mean, the the other really big summer release on PC eh, ain't really good, so... <laughs> yeah, Batman, yeah, true. So I, I wasn't really a Batman fan in the first place, because it's just punching people over and over again, so... Yeah. Uh, and, and I've heard that the uh, Batmobile portions and the uh, twist thing that happens is a way too in-your-face and way too constant, so it's kind of, uh, I don't, uh, no, I'm going to stay away. Uh, I think I know what twisting you're talking about, but I'm totally fine with it. Batmobile, I like. I like the Batmobile. It's not personally. that they're bad; I, like they're well done. Yeah. They're just in your. They're constant. Yeah, they're yeah. Pep- no, it's I, not like you know. Here's some Batman stuff for five hours, and here's an hour of Batmobile. It's like Batmobile for one hour, Batman for one hour, Batmobile for one hour. It's like I want. I want to be Batman, not a car. Can I be Batman? <laughs> that, that, you know, that that that's fair. Um... I have fun with the Batmobile. It's fun. I like driving it. But I, I, I understand people's complaints, though. There, It is used a lot. Used a lot. Because it's, it's Batman's new tool that they just implemented. It's like, gotta use it every, use yeah. it every time. Uh, it's just like in Arkham City. Like, here's, a hu- here's the whole open world. Now go everywhere. <laughs> constantly. Never stop moving. <laughs> you know? So. But yeah. That's, that's what I'm up so, to. Shane. What are you playing? What are you looking forward to? What am I playing? What am I playing? What am I playing? What am I playing? Okay. Uh, Batman. Playing the Batmans in the Dying Lights. Batmans in the Dying Lights. And, and, as Cody was talking about it, I was subtly playing it in the background. (laughs) Uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. I'm on. I'm playing it, and uh, you know the twelve times XP thing is working pretty good. I'm already at twelve times XP. I'm already at level thirty. It's pretty good. And um, we only have to play it for about ten hours, ten twelve hours, roundabout total. Okay. Um. That's a good amount of time. I've gotten through like four planets worth of stuff. And that's why I'm kind of enjoying it is because like yeah. you're not stuck on the planets. You can go yeah. on the planet, go through the story missions, off the planet, to the next planet, and you're not stuck there long enough to be like, uh, uh, I've gotten over is, this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Basically, it's like, like today, uh, I was on Tatooine. Which, back when I was playing it, before all this, that planet was a freaking slog. Just like any desert area in gaming. And 
I just remember hating that area because it took forever. And today it was like, do this mission, do this mission, do this mission. Okay, I'm gone. Bye. Like, it was so fast that I was just like, this is so much better. But the thing that's kind of bothering me still is they're doing all this stuff to, like, make it more story-based and, like, encourage you to do the story. But it's still a fucking MMO. Yeah, I mean, like that's what it comes down to. Guys, at this point, just turn it into a goddamn single-player game. <laughs> just, call it Knight, yeah. just call it Knights of the Old Republic 3. Be done with it. And stop with the MMO I mean, crap. They've gotten... The the more you look in like the the two expansions that come have come out, like they've done a lot to kind of veer away from the MMOness. Like yeah. you can solo a lot of the dungeons at in game now. No, oh, yeah, so, you, can, you can do a lot of stuff on your own. Um, and with the addition of the housing system, you can basically avoid ever interacting with anybody. <laughs> You just go back to your house. Sounds like Garrison's and wow. Oh, such oh, fire. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. And it, it's kind of funny because it's like the story, even the story part kind of is hilarious with the MMO mentality in mind because literally everybody who is playing your class pretty much has the same story. You're all the savior of the universe. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, but okay, like, some of you are more savior of the universe. Yeah, some of you are more savior of the universe than others. But in the end, it's like you all come. You know, if you had all the Jedi Knights come together in one room, they'd all kind of stand around each other and be like, "So, what do you do today?" Uh, I went to this planet and saved my Jedi Master. Also, did I? And then you have like twenty other dudes say the same fucking thing, and Especially it's just like the ending of the Jedi Knight story. It's like I kind of saved the whole galaxy. Yeah, um, but the fact is, there's so going to be we. like fifty yeah. other dudes right across from you. They're all saying, "I saved the galaxy too," and it's like, "Well, fuck you." I'm special. <laughs> Get off my level. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just funny to me that like. They're pushing the story part so much, but they're still like holding on with dear life to that MMO part. Um, yeah, but uh, playing that and then looking forward to I'm looking forward to playing multiplayer games that we bought on Steam a while ago, but we haven't played it. <laughs> We bought a bunch of games. Subtle. We got, I think we have Prop Hunt via um, Gary's Mod. We've got uh, Mount Your friends. friends. Not Your Friends. We all Not have friends. Payday 2 now. Payday 2, yeah. Got that going. We can pay that eventually, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I want to get some Mount Your Friends in. It kind of goes along with chat right now where uh, I'm. Podcast listeners, you're missing out on a very rousing and interesting discussion about dongs. So it, it's you mean arousing? Arousal, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't even it's, know. Uh, oh, I stopped looking at chat because I thought people were being stupid early. Well, people want want to see me sword fight with dudes. I mean, I could. 
I do, I do, I do have swords. I do have many swords <laughs> ready to go. Jordan is prepared for the sword fighting. Yeah, very, very prepared. Jordan's ready for it. Uh, but uh, on a serious note, looking forward to Mad Max September first. Oh, that's true. Uh, oh, yeah, I know it's the same day as that other game that I'll game, it, don't game worry. doesn't have. <laughs> I don't know. What game is it that comes out September 1st? Who cares about any other game on September 1st? So since we're talking about other games that are coming out on September 1st, games that I'm playing and looking forward to, um, I'm looking forward to Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain on September 1st. The uh, Phantom Dong. Oh, the Phantom Dong. Looking forward to that pain. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you want to look forward to that kind of pain. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Hey, hey. Gay marriage is legal now. I can do what I want. <laughs> That's the new name for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> that, that is a good name for the podcast, actually. Um, so, uh, playing, I've been playing um, Batman, of course. I still need a... I, I, at this point, guys, I think you guys need to do the Witcher thing without me because I'm not going to get there for a very long time. Um, I'm trying to play it still, but I've... I have Batman to play. So I'm playing Batman. Uh, I think I might be writing a review for it late, but whatever. Um, I'm playing Whispering Willows on my Vita and PS4. Writing a review for that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Smash Bros. lately. Uh, Just so I can mess with Ryu and Roy and Lucas. They're good. They're good characters. I like them a lot. Um, Lucas is whatever because he's just the same as he was in Brawl. Uh, Roy is my boy. My boy Roy is back. Playboy Roy. He's good. I like him. Um, he might be my favorite sword uh, fighter in that game right now. And Ryu is interesting. Uh, I need more time with him because I, I I haven't really figured out how to use him correctly or effectively, I should say. Uh, other things I'm looking forward to, like I want to get uh, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition because I love Devil May Cry. And I really just want to get back in there and play as... Uh, Trish, Lady, and Lady, and um, Virgil. It's gonna be good. Uh, what else am I looking forward to? Until Dawn. Until Dawn's coming out soon. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna get it at at launch, but I will get it eventually because I like horror movies, and I like to con- I'd like to control a horror movie once in my life. There's my chance. Uh, what else is? I think that's about it. Uh, mostly Metal Gear. That's what I'm really looking forward to. September 1st. I just picked Can't up wait. Uh, Ground Zeroes during the Steam sale. I'm like, I need to do it. Yeah. Check that out. Yeah. Oh, Try it out. And, uh, I mean, podcast listeners, you have two days to get Ground Zeroes for free on PS Plus. Mm, that is true. That is very true. Uh, and you have, and you have like two or three days also uh, to pick up Massive Chalice on Xbox One. Do it. It's free. Get that game. It's good. It's really good. The Pizza Clicks podcast was created by Cody Franklin, Sergio Lopez, Shane Carpenter, and Jordan Pollock. The intro and outro music is called Dance is Permitted by Deck Tonic. Do you like the show? Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube and iTunes. Just search for Pixel Clicks Podcast. While you're on iTunes, rate us and leave comments so more people can find us. And find our articles on pixelatedgeek.com. Just look out for our names on the bylines. 
Send us your questions, comments, and other things to Podcast at gmail.com, and we might read them on air. To see this week's shirt and get notifications of videos, follow the show on Twitter at Pixelclickspod. That is Pixelclickspod because we could not fit the cast. Cody Franklin is at Cody underscore Franklin underscore. Sergio Lopez is at Yes Sergio. Shane Carpenter is at Cartoonic21. And Jordan Pollock is at Jordan is a Bear. You're listening to PixelateTheGeek.com.